What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Live Chats with Liv B. I am Liv, and today we have a very exciting episode, a solo episode. It's just me. Hi, hello. (laughs) Today, we are doing an episode all about business. Cue everyone turning off the episode because business is boring, but actually, I used to think business was super boring and everyone who took business, I was like, what are you even going to do with that degree? (laughs) So today we're talking about business. I have lots of things to share today. I posted on my Instagram that I was going to be talking about my own experience of starting a business when I was 21. And I also want to answer some of your questions. I compiled them all into some talking points. And then I also have some super exciting, amazing news to share with you guys. But before that, we're just going to ease into this podcast with a little story about my morning rage today. So I woke up at a nice fresh, at the nice fresh hour of 5.54 a.m. Why? I don't know. I think because I fell asleep really early last night. It wasn't even that bright this morning. I think Hazel maybe woke me up from like the sound of her licking her own butt, which was lovely. But anyway, made the absolutely devastating mistake to go on my phone as soon as I woke up. Why did I do that, you ask? I don't know. Probably because it was pre-6 a.m. and I was like, what the fuck else am I going to do? So I'm on Instagram, as one does at 5.56 a.m. And I come across a post that leads me to another post that leads me to an account of someone who just so does not align with my values and morals and ideas about the world. And for some reason, this particular one, well, actually there was a lot of reasons. It just triggered slash angered slash frustrated me so much. And if you have ever come across someone's page who everything they say just so goes against what you believe to be right, then you probably know the type of rage feeling I'm talking about. Just the most tone-deaf, horrible shit that I've read in a long time. It's things that I cannot even believe that people believe. And I have struggled with trying to determine if I want to name drop this person. Bridget told me not to give her the time of day, and I really don't want to. I don't think she should even have a platform at all. And I have always shied away from sharing strong opinions But, you know, things are getting to the point now in this world where I really feel like sometimes you have to just say strong opinions, but not those kind. (laughs) Those kind are very harmful, I think. Um, And I don't, I I really don't think she should have a plot, the size platform she does, which is not huge, but is not small and is just big enough to freak me out a little bit that there is that many people listening to what she has to say. Anyway, after a long rage-fueled rant and chat with Katie via Facebook voice notes, we have determined maybe some ways to try and understand where she's coming from, but just still fully do not resonate with anything she says. So I've calmed down a little bit. But you know when sometimes sometimes the stupidity just hits you so hard and I try to be so empathetic and so nice to people and I hope this doesn't come as a shock to people because no one is nice all the time and I have to say 
I just can't be nice towards her. Some of the stuff she says is truly, truly so stupid. (laughs) I'm not saying she's stupid, but you know, even the studies she has tried to rely on are so unfound. You cannot do a study on four people and call that a study that someone can use to justify, you know, I'm not even going to get into it, but let me just say the type of science she was trying to rely on cannot, my own grade nine science fair project was more scientific than the studies she was trying to use. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. So anyway, started off the day just, just on the right foot, you know, (laughs) and then Greg and I have been walking like five kilometers every day, which has been really great. I'm really sore, but it's actually been very, very good. And usually we like get up early and we go on a nice little nature walk. And today, Oh, I just brought the biggest, (laughs) most ginormous iced coffee on the walk. Oh, just ranted the whole time to Greg. Poor Greg. Hi, Greg. Greg edits these, by the way, so (laughs) he's probably laughing right now. But honestly, if you guys have to go on a walk and you're not feeling it, make yourself an iced coffee, like the best iced coffee you can, and it will make your walk probably 1,027 times better. That's a scientific number that that I just calculated. Okay. Now that the rant is over, also, if anybody wants to know (laughs) some specifics about this person and you know me in real life, please DM me and I'll send you her profile. But I'm not about to promote her on this podcast because that's a scary thought. Um, (laughs) Okay, so this morning, I just have to be so real with you guys, especially on this podcast, because sometimes I feel like people think that I... I'm like super positive all the time. And let me just tell you, when there are things that I see online that trigger me, I just can't keep up the positivity sometimes. I just have to let it out. But it's okay. It's all good. I feel better now. I hope you guys are doing okay. This week, we found out that pretty much everything is reopening in Nova Scotia on June 5th, which is nutso. Like hair salons, bars, restaurants, the whole shebang, malls, stores, I'm still planning on not really leaving my house because at this point, like my social anxiety has just multiplied so much and I don't even know how to interact with people in real life anymore. So going to have to just ease back into that. Definitely won't be hitting up the mall anytime soon. Okay. So moving on today's episode is so, so, so exciting because I have some huge, amazing news to share with you. Okay. So the first thing is that my YouTube course launches today. I know I've mentioned little bips and bobs about it here and there. And I said that I would let you know when it's going to be launching. Well, it's here. So this course is meant to walk you through from the beginning stages of planning a channel or wanting to start a YouTube channel all the way through planning your content, planning the idea for your channel, filming your videos, editing, Um, uploading how to do titles and thumbnails. I provide documentation on how to use YouTube studio and then monetizing your content. So like earning revenue from it and promoting your videos and channel. So we go like start to end. It's called YouTube from scratch because it is for anyone who doesn't even have a channel yet who wants to start one. But I want to make it clear that even if you already have a channel and you just want my expertise and my knowledge of how I went from no channel to a channel with over 645,000 subscribers. Yeah, it's for anyone. Even if you already have a channel, it will be helpful to you as well. So 
here's what you probably want to know. I will put the link in the show notes. Okay. Do you guys know where the show notes are? Because it took me so long to find them. So on the Apple podcast app, if you go to where the page with the episode with like the time, you know, the little things moving across, it has the title, has the play button. It has go back 15 seconds, go forward 30 seconds. You know what I'm talking about. It's like when you click on the actual episode to find the show notes, just scroll down and you'll see episode notes. And that's usually where people put what the episode's about, any links you need, et cetera, et cetera. So I always have show notes. You guys definitely need to be scrolling down to see what's in there. Uh, But today this is extra important because that's where the link to my YouTube course is going to be. Okay. So on Spotify, again, when you click on the episode you want to listen to, the show notes are just right there. You don't even have to scroll down. So that is great. The course is priced at $100 US. So that is about $140 Canadian. Guys, hear me out. This is where the super exciting, amazing news comes in, okay? So my course is a part of something called the Business Bundle, which is an online bundle of over 70 online courses that range through so many topics, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. But if you guys remember me talking about the Vegan Bundle, that was a company that put together a bundle of vegan-themed eBooks and sold it for a like 96% discounted rate. Um, it was the most amazing deal. I still use all the eBooks all the time. Totally obsessed with them. But this is the same company. This time, it is online courses, and they are all things related to business. So like I said, it's 70 online courses and the cost is $100 US, which is about $140 Canadian, which just so happens to be the actual cost of my course exactly. This bundle is such a good deal because if you added up all the regular price of all the courses and so many of them are from really well-known Instagram marketing people or just like online business people, like if you've heard of Jenna Kutcher, a lot of her courses are well over $300 on their own. And one of her courses is included in this and you're only paying $100 plus you get all of the courses in the whole bundle. So if you added up all of the courses, the regular price of what the courses sell for, not during the bundle, all of them add up to be over $18,000. Obviously, I'm not going to say that you're saving $18,000 because the chance that you would actually buy every single course in this bundle on your own is ridiculous and no one's going to spend that amount. But even if you just wanted one of the courses that's in this bundle, for example, my course, for the same price, you can get all 70 of the courses. So it honestly, it seems too good to be true. But the only reason that we are able to do this is because the company gets everyone to agree to discount their courses this much to be in the bundle for one week only. And then after that, you cannot get it again. So everybody just agrees to do this. Honestly, because like, okay, so for example, for me, my course is all about YouTube and what do I, you know, promote the most? My YouTube channel. So the fact that there are going to be so many people buying this bundle and then taking my YouTube course means that I'm going to get so much more exposure for my YouTube channel. I'm going to have people viewing my other products. I'm going to have people coming to my Instagram This is such a great way to kind of get your name out there, especially for someone like me who's very much in the food space, who isn't necessarily in the business side of Instagram. This is going to expose me to so many 
people who I'll be able to help and who will be able to follow me. And then the same goes for everyone else who contributes. There are some really you know, huge name people in this who are going to provide exposure for so many people who maybe have smaller followings. So the bundle honestly is a win-win for everyone. And I just want to read you out what some of the courses are like, because you might think, okay, it's a business bundle. I don't own a business, but I just can't describe how amazing the courses in this are for just so many facets of your life. So even if you only have like a hobby or a side hustle, or maybe you don't even have a business yet, but you want to start one, but you don't know what to do, which we'll talk about a little bit later because I got a lot of questions on that. This bundle will be helpful just because there is such a wide range of course topics. So I'm just going to read you what some of the courses are. So in the, there's tons of categories, but let's say in the all things money category, there's a money relationship course. There is a debt course finance 101, which I mean, even if you don't have a business, learning something about finance and budgets and just being able to manage your own personal money is invaluable. And that course on its own costs $95. So even if you just wanted that course, buying the bundle is an incredible deal. Then we have in the right mindset category, there is one on a success mindset. So it's called kickstart your success mindset. Um, It helps you with goals, how to just become more motivated and how to improve your general well-being. So again, that's not necessarily geared towards just people who have their own business. So then we also have passion to profitable niche. So how to nail your niche, how to create intentional content, how to develop a plan of action. Then in the making money category, we have one all about how to set up a shop on Etsy, which again, even if you don't consider yourself a business person, if you make art and you want to use Etsy to sell it, this course alone would be so helpful for you. There's even a course on how to create your own e-course, which is so cool. So if you have anything to teach and you have thought about creating a course, this will guide you through start to finish how to create, build and launch a course. Um, There's lots of ones on monetizing your influence, monetizing your blog, affiliate marketing, um, starting a membership site, how to start a podcast. And then there's tons and tons, of course, on social media. There's a whole bunch just on Instagram. There's about six just on Instagram alone. And then you have mine, which is about YouTube. You have one about TikTok for entrepreneurs, even one on LinkedIn. And then this is really cool. There's three courses on photography. So there's a beginners DSLR photography course. So if you take my YouTube course, I talk a lot about the cameras that I use, but I don't necessarily go into how to actually like use a camera because I know that everybody has a different camera and me explaining how to use the exact one I have won't be helpful to a lot of other people who don't have it. But this one is just about DSLRs in general. So If you get the business bundle and you want to learn a bit more about cameras, then you can also like you have this course as well. So that's super helpful. There's stuff about copywriting. There is content creation. So Jenna Kutcher, who I mentioned before, she has the content lab online course. And if you guys know her at all, then you'll know she is like a huge, huge marketing person. She has created an insane business for herself and she has a really bump in Instagram. So um, learning from her (laughs) is such an honor and having her course included in this is insane. Okay, so then there's one on Pinterest. There is ones on 
influencer marketing, growing a business, productivity, how to make your habits stick. Um, And then there's also ones on self-care. So surviving as a creative entrepreneur, dealing with burnout, elevating just your self-care routine as someone who is trying to make a business work. And then there's also courses on working for others. So there's one called Get Hired Master Plan E-Course. So in that one, you'll learn mastering your job search mindset, revamping your marketing materials and how to job search and network. So again, even if you don't have your own business, that is going to be something that can help anyone because pretty sure everyone has a job or needs a job. And then there's also one called stand out and nail your interview or the salary accelerator program. So how to negotiate your pay, how to get a raise. So I didn't read all of them. (laughs) That would have taken forever, but just the ones that I read are ones that I think would be so, so helpful to a majority of people who are just looking to up their skills, even if you don't have a business, but if you do have a business or you want to start one, This is going to be an invaluable tool for you and I cannot stress enough how amazing it is. I bought it myself. We got like a pre-launch access to buy it um, so we could check out the courses so that we could, you know, more accurately promote it. But from what I've seen, these courses are like any one of these on their own would be worth $100 and most of them sell for way more than that. So What I want to convey to you guys is that once this is gone, it's gone. It's only on for a week. So if you are listening to this podcast right now and you want to start a business or you have a dream, you want to turn your passion into a reality, you want to create the life that you want to live, this is an amazing resource and you will not want to pass it up. That being said, if you only want a YouTube course, I have that too. But the questions that I'm going to be answering today are not just YouTube specific. They're just kind of about having my own business in general. So I hope that you guys are excited about the business bundle. As you can see, I am very excited about the bundle. I'm so happy that I got it. And I'm also so happy that I got to contribute a course to it. It is very cool to be a part of something this amazing. So Uh, Yeah, I hope you guys are excited. The link is in the show notes below. It is also linked in my Instagram bio. I am going to make sure that everybody can find the link and that you don't miss it because this is just truly a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity and the courses in this bundle are amazing. Okay, so I think I ranted and raved enough about that, but guys, I'm telling you, this this bundle is the real deal. I'm so excited that I have it. I don't know how friggin' long it's going to take me to go through all of these courses, but I have three on my must-do list, like three top three that I want to get done first. So we are going to get into the meat of this episode. So I started my business at the age of 21. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, what was going to happen, I was a university student. I was in my third year of university. I had already changed programs twice. So sorry, I was <laughs> into my third year of the, deg- the degree that I finally settled on. I was pessimistic for the most part. I was unhappy. I was shy and I was very unconfident. And I went from all of those things to someone who can fully financially sustain themselves. I bought a house. I incorporated my company. I have hired people. I do public speaking. I do live TV interviews. 
I work with brands that I have loved for years. And most importantly, I do it all from home where I get to spend all day every day with my boyfriend and my dogs. (laughs) And if you would ask me before I started all this, if I thought that that would be a reality for myself, I would have 100% said no. I think most people who start something that kind of blows up bigger than they expected, most people just never expect it to go like that. And things always have a weird way of working out. But I wanted to answer your questions about starting a business and just give my personal opinion and advice on them. So I'm going to be very straightforward. This is going to be like my no BS, honest advice. I don't want to sugarcoat anything and make it seem less scary or less risky than it was. But I I just feel like honesty is the best possible way to go about this so that you know exactly what I went through and exactly what I did to get to where I am now. Because sometimes people can be very vague and all they say is like, work hard at your passion and the money will come. And that's not always helpful. (laughs) And I think people need a little bit more detail than that. So that is where we are going to go now. I have 20 questions that are all an amalgamation of all the ones that I got on Instagram. Actually, wait, maybe I should tell you guys what my business is for anyone who doesn't know. So I would consider myself an author and content creator. So my job is YouTube and being an author. So I create videos. I work with brands to promote their products on my channel. I have written a cookbook and I create posts on Instagram and I work with brands on Instagram too. So I also sell my own digital products like my YouTube course, as well as photo editing filters. And I have sold some eco-friendly merch in the past. Actually, that's still for sale. But anyway, so that is kind of my business. <laughs> it's not really a conventional business. It's not just like I sell coffee beans. It's like I do a lot of things and a lot of it is intangible things on the internet. But anyway, so that is what my business is. We'll talk about this a bit later, but I am incorporated. So I'm like a legit thing with lawyers and accountants and all of that. So, so the first question is, how do you know having a business is right for you? Huh. So There are definitely certain types of people who I think are more fit to be their own boss and work for themselves. I don't know if astrology has anything to do with it. (laughs) No, just kidding. But there are definitely people who do not like being told what to do. And then there are people who are fine with being told what to do. Some people like the structure of being told you have to do this by this date. And some people that makes them want to run away screaming. So I kind of fall into the latter category. I have never enjoyed any of the work term placements that I've done when I had a boss telling me what to do and how and when. I always said that I wanted to be my own boss and I think that that is something that you really need to ask yourself honestly. Are you okay with creating your own structure and having to plan your own schedules and really find motivation within yourself to keep this thing going because no one else is going to do that for you. And you have to know that you are, I guess, personality wise, the type of person who likes to be the own driving force behind their own success. If not, well, 
you know, maybe there are other ways that you can work for yourself, but have a team. But for me, I'm kind of more of a one woman show and I really do run the show for myself and I create all of my own deadlines. I would say, you know, having a business is right for you if it is something you really want to do and you know deep down that you are the type of person who can motivate yourself from within. The next question is, how do you keep going when you fail? And I think my only answer to this is you keep going because you don't see any other way. (laughs) Like for me, if I failed at something, like if any aspect of things failed, I just found a different way to do it or a different way to go about it. I never really considered going to work at just a regular job or getting a different job. I just knew so deep down that this was going to work out that any little setback or any sort of, you know, perceived failure just wasn't enough to keep me from going for it again. I think it's important to determine what failure really is to you because I think it might look like a lot of different things. Maybe not meeting your sales target is a failure to you or maybe, I don't know what it would be, but there just really wasn't anything that I could do that would be considered a big enough failure to stop me from doing what I wanted to do, which was to have my own YouTube channel and earn money from it and be my own boss, essentially. So that kind of leads to the third question. How did you know where to start? So this really just started from me wanting to start my own YouTube channel. I did not go into it wanting to make money. That kind of developed later on. It definitely started out as, you know, I wanted to share vegan recipes with people because I was passionate about veganism and I thought that I was good at cooking. So I wanted to share with people, but after doing it for a few months, I definitely was like, okay, I want to make this into a thing. And so I just kept at it, but I didn't really do anything differently. I just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to make this work. So I better just keep working really hard at it. So yeah, there just wasn't really an option to not do it. And I mean, for me, how did I know where to start? I mean, I just started with creating a YouTube channel and posting YouTube videos. Obviously, if you have a business where you want to sell things or you want to have your own clothing line or something, well, you're going to need to make a business plan, get a loan, find suppliers, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you can just Google that. Like if there's a specific thing you want to do, you can usually just Google how do you start, you know, a clothing line or whatever. But if you, for example, want to start a business, but you don't know what you want to do, I would say... (laughs) this sounds so funny, but the business bundle will be extremely helpful. Like it's just so motivating to see all these, like all these different people and all the different types of things that they do. I feel like that would honestly just really kind of get your hands in there and get your hands dirty. You would get a really good feel for all the options that are out there because all of these people have their own online businesses. And there's even some courses on, you know, how to find what you want to do business wise. So I mean, you also have to decide what you're passionate about and what you think you could really sustain long term because you don't want to do something that you hate, obviously. (laughs) Okay, next question. Did it take a lot of money? How did you support yourself in the beginning? So I had some savings from one of my work terms and I also lived at home at the time. So I didn't really have a ton of expenses. So I had a little bit of disposable income to spend on like a camera and I bought you know, some like editing things for iMovie 
it really didn't cost that much, but a lot of things with social media is free to start. So yeah, I supported myself with the savings that I had and I also lived with my parents. So that's a very, very important thing to note. I didn't have a family to support or anything like that. I was really young. I was still living at home. So for me, it wasn't really hard to support myself and kind of get the business off the ground because I just really needed to buy a camera and ingredients. And then once I started making money from YouTube, I was able to put more money back into it and get better equipment and better editing software and stuff like that. Someone asked how to not feel guilty investing in yourself when there's no guarantee it will pay off. This could be said for anything like this could be said for university too. The reason why people invest in themselves is because they're hoping it will pay off, I guess. Like, are there even really any guarantees ever with stuff? You never really know until you start doing something. So for example, if you're thinking, okay, the business bundle might help me, but I don't want to spend $100 when I don't even know if my business is going to work out. I get it, but you kind of have to have the mindset that it's going to work out and the things that you're investing in are going to help you. Same with when you go to university, you pay a lot of money and you're telling yourself, I am going to get a job after this. (laughs) I have to. (laughs) So it's kind of the same thing. I definitely know how scary it is to spend money when you're not making money on something, but I definitely did invest a bit of money at the start when I wasn't even making money from my YouTube channel. And I just told myself that I was going to make it work. I think now if I were to do it over, something like the business bundle would be something that I would feel comfortable investing in just because you get so much for that price. Like I've spent more than that on a pair of jeans, okay? (laughs) So this is kind of a no-brainer and I wish that something like this existed back when I started, but social media was still relatively new enough that there just wasn't enough information out there to even create a bundle like this. But if this had been around when I started my YouTube channel, 100% I would have gotten it and I would have felt okay doing it because there's no chance that you're not going to get further with the information in this bundle. Like you're honestly learning from the best and same with any sort of course that you get. There's no way that it's not going to help you in some way because any sort of knowledge, any sort of investment in bettering yourself is going to eventually pay off. So don't feel guilty investing in yourself just because there's no guarantee it will pay off because there's no guarantee for a lot of things in life, but sometimes you just have to have full confidence in yourself. You have to invest in yourself money-wise and confidence-wise and just say, I'm going to make this work. Okay, worrying about being judged for trying or for posting, etc. Imagine being judged for trying to do something. The people who judge someone for trying to start a business are just the worst kind of people, honestly. We talk about this a lot in my YouTube course about being judged for starting a YouTube channel because if you, man, there's so many YouTube videos of really well-known YouTubers talking about how they were bullied at school once kids found out about their YouTube channel. And I feel like that still happens today. The thing is, and we talk about this a lot in the course, but you can't let that stop you. Okay, you really can't. You only get one chance at life. And 
if you're going to let other people's opinion who would maybe just say a one-off comment and then totally forget about it anyway, dictate your life, you are just completely wasting your time. Do not ever let someone's judgment stop you from doing what you really want to do. It is not worth it, okay? Don't let it have any sort of bearing on what you're doing. Sure, you can feel sad. You can be like, wow, that hurt. I feel judged. So what? You have to do it anyway. If you are passionate about something and you let someone's judgment stop you from doing it, it is the biggest waste of time and I know that you will regret it when you're older. If you ask any old person if you should worry about what other people think and let it stop you from doing what you want, you know that they would say no because they've lived through it. They probably have regrets of their own. Do not let judgment stop you. I wouldn't be telling you guys that I wrote a cookbook that is in chapters and Costco and Barnes and Noble across the world. I wouldn't have any of this. And that would be so, so sad just because like Debbie on the internet would have made fun of me. Okay. (laughs) Sorry to anyone whose name is Debbie. That's just the first name that came into mind. Got a little uh, intense there, but I feel very strongly about this. So, (laughs) okay. How did you get comfortable speaking to a camera? So we also cover this a lot in the YouTube course, so I'm not going to tell you all my tips and tricks. You got to watch the course for that, but there are a lot of things you can do to kind of trick yourself into feeling more confident. And then that will kind of get you through until you practice enough to actually feel confident. There's lots of little tips and tricks that I did that made me appear more confident while I actually worked on my own confidence. And it really just comes with practice. It's, it, It's weird at the start when there's a camera pointing in your face and you have to talk to it, but practice makes it so much easier. You just become more comfortable with the actual machinery of the camera being like right in your face. But in the time being, while you're getting used to it, there are some things you can do to feel more confident. And we talk about that in the course. Dealing with self-doubt and people not taking you seriously because you're young. This is a big one, but this is kind of my favorite one too, because it's pretty badass when someone thinks that, or when someone underestimates you. For example, there was a couple times when I first started my business, when I had already made quite a bit of money and I needed to go to the bank to open an account for my business essentially. And I went in with my dad because at the start he was kind of like, helping me with all this stuff because I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, The person just automatically started talking to my dad and he was like, oh, well, no, it's actually my daughter who's here to see you. And they were just flabbergasted. (laughs) And same when I went to get my mortgage documents when I was buying my house, my dad went with me as well, just because I don't know, I just needed someone there for moral support and Greg was busy. We went in and the mortgage broker was just like talking to my dad, talking about all the stuff and not even looking at me. And I was sitting there being like, okay, so because I'm a young woman, they just like assume that, you know, the older gentleman is the one who's buying the house. But my dad had to be like, no, actually it's her who's buying it. Like I'm not helping at all. And they were like, oh, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, bitch, like snap, snap, snap. Hello, I am financially independent and I am buying this whole thing myself. No one's help. Suck on it. Didn't say that because I needed his help um, to sign the documents. So I was nice, but you get what I'm saying. Honestly, it's pretty nice when people try to not take you seriously because then you can just be like, boom. I mean, okay, 
backtrack a little bit, you got to be able to back it up. So if you're trying to go into the bank and get a huge loan for something and you like don't have a business plan or anything like that, okay, well, they're probably not going to take you seriously. But if you are young, but you have a business plan, you maybe already have some revenue or you just know what the fuck you're talking about, then who cares if they don't take you seriously? You're going to make them take you seriously. It's just about having confidence and being able to back it up. So it doesn't really matter if you're young or if in my case, you are a young lady who maybe looks like she doesn't know what she's talking about. If you actually do, then they will be forced to take you seriously. So wouldn't worry about that. As far as self-doubt goes, you got to fake it till you make it. Even if you're doubting yourself, sometimes you just have to pretend like you're not. That's my best advice for self-doubt. I still doubt myself all the time, like all the time. all the time. Ask Greg. He's literally editing this, probably nodding his head right now, but you just have to go for it anyway. Same with fear of being judged. Even if you're doubting yourself, you can't let it stop you. You have to go for it. If you know that you're doing the right thing, if you believe in what you're doing, if you're confident that this really is something that the world needs, then you have to keep going even if you're doubting yourself. Next one is sticking to a brand slash voice. So I kind of want to put this in there because I changed the name of my business, like not the legal name, but this was before I actually incorporated. So I just kind of changed what my YouTube channel and stuff went by a few times before I settled on Live B. So you don't always have to stick to a brand slash voice. You're allowed to change. You don't have to always do the same thing and you don't always have to have the same look. You can rebrand yourself as much as you want. That being said, you don't want to confuse your customers and your audience, but you can play with it. You don't have to worry about picking something at the start that you're going to have forever. Obviously, if you're like paying to incorporate a business name, you want it to be something you can live with. But again, you're allowed to change and it's not the end of the world if you want to change your business name. So, okay, someone said, how do you decide what kind of business? So I think I kind of answered that at the start. I would suggest something like the business bundle or some sort of thing to kind of help you figure out what you're interested in and what you want to do. I just keep saying the business bundle because it's like the deal of the century. And I just think that it would be helpful to so many people, but there's probably lots of other things online or classes you can take that can help you figure out what you're interested in doing. Okay. I love this one. How do you stay motivated doing the boring part of business? (laughs) Oh my God. I can't tell you how many meltdowns I've had like filling out tax forms or filling out stupid documents or stupid contracts that I don't want to do or dealing with shipping things. And oh my God, it it just, it's so boring. So if you're not rich enough to pay someone to do all that for you, and sometimes you got to do stuff yourself. Yeah. You just have to do it. My business doesn't necessarily have too much boring stuff. A lot of it is really fun and exciting and content creation and stuff like that. I'm sure there's lots of other types of businesses where there is a bit more boring stuff like inventory and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, as long as it's not taking up most of your day, I think sometimes you just are going to have to push through it and know that, like I said at the start, business is fucking boring a lot of the time. Like, Ew, crunching numbers, hate it. Honestly, hate it. But you need to do it in order to do the fun parts of business. So 
when you make enough money, you can get an accountant. I have an accountant and they do a lot of the really boring stuff that I hated doing. So that's really nice. The boring parts of business should motivate you to work harder so that you can make more money and pay people to do the boring parts of your business. But yeah, how do you stay motivated? Put on music, make yourself a delicious drink and just pound through it. Like ugh, tax stuff is so boring, but you know, if you don't want to go to jail, you have to do it. So how much did you put into your business when you started? So I kind of already answered that. I put like a few hundred dollars into a camera, which hurt at the time <laughs> because I wasn't making any money. And then I bought some, like I said, editing things, which was like $50 here and there. I think I got like Photoshop, which is like $10 a month. All of those things cut me deep, especially when I was earning no money, but I didn't have to take out like a crazy loan or anything because, you know, it's on the internet. Online businesses have hardly any overhead, which is amazing. <laughs> Someone asked how long before you started making money. So you get paid out on YouTube when you have, when you, for AdSense anyway, when you earn over a hundred dollars in ad revenue. And it took me eight months to earn over a hundred dollars. Like once I got to 101, it transferred to my account. So in eight months, I made a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, but I was so happy. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I was making YouTube videos for fun and I made a hundred dollars. But then once my channel started gaining traction and I got a few viral videos and I really started actually doing it full time, I think in the first month I made $800, which was sick because that was way more than I needed for rent that month. And then the next month I made way more than that. So yeah, it took about eight months though of me doing YouTube full time. Like I'm talking a few videos a week, posting on Instagram three times a day. Like I was straight up hustling <laughs> and it still took eight months. So took a lot of faith in myself and in the fact that it would work out, but then it did. So, but I just wanted it so badly. I was not going to let anything stop me. <laughs> okay. Someone just said legal aspects, question mark. I'm just going to tell you how I went about going from just being a random person with a YouTube channel to being an incorporation. So once my YouTube channel started making money, my parents were like, oh, well, you're going to have to pay taxes on this. And I was like, whoa, 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 what? I don't get to keep all this. And they were like, bitch, no, like what? You have to pay taxes. And I was like, <laughs> cry. So they talked to their personal financial advisor and were like, hey, our daughter started making money, but YouTube doesn't take taxes out. So she's going to have to put some aside and pay taxes and like declare the income. And I was like, what, 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 what? I had no idea what they were talking about. I like barely even ever had to pay taxes because I never made over $11,000 in a year, especially when I was going to school and only working part-time. Anyway, did not understand a single word of it. But over time, I went to meetings with him. We set up an account to have a business account. And then once I started making over a specific threshold that he set out for me, essentially, he was like, okay, I think it's time for you to incorporate. So he set me up with a lawyer and an accountant and I paid $5,000 to get all of that taken care of and my business name made and all the article documents signed and it took a long time and it cost so much money. But that basically means that now my business is a corporation and I pay corporate tax rates for what I make. So personal tax rates are much higher than corporate tax rates. So the benefit of incorporating is that you have, you're usually in a lower tax bracket than you would be if 
you just made all the money personally. And that's a whole story for a whole other thing. Capitalism is wild, but essentially had lawyers that did it. And every year I have to renew it. And I also realize right now that there is an email in my inbox about doing that, that I have to respond to that I've been ignoring. But the best thing to do is get in touch with a financial advisor, and then they will usually point you in the right direction of who you have to talk to. And yeah, there's so much more help out there than I expected. Like I thought you kind of had to figure all this stuff out on your own, but there are lawyers out there. There are accountants. I guess a lot of them do kind of like a free consultation and then they'll tell you what you actually have to pay for. So don't be afraid to call them up and talk to them and figure out if they are who you need to be talking to. Someone said what to do when you feel like you aren't special or there's a million people doing what you want to do. We talk about this a lot in my YouTube course because that's like the number one thing that stops people from starting a YouTube channel. So if that is a fear of yours, we talk about that in depth in the course. But all I can say to you is you are a unique, special person with a unique, special perspective. So even if you have the same type of content or the same theme of content that other people are doing you're already going to have a different feel and a different vibe and a different perception on it. So it really shouldn't stop you that someone else is talking about fashion and you want to talk about fashion because everyone's style is different and everyone's opinion on different things is unique. So like I said, we talk about it in depth in the course, but again, you just can't let it stop you. If you really believe that you are going to be good at this and you have something that you can offer, who cares who else is doing it? No doctor doesn't want to be a doctor because there's already doctors in the world. So why should you feel the same way about having an online business or starting any sort of business? Okay, next question. How did you learn to organize brand deals? So when I first started getting brand deals, they just like found my email and reached out to me. So that's pretty nice. But so now I have a sponsorships manager who deals with all of that. If a company emails me or if I find an opportunity that I want, I will pass it over to her to negotiate on my behalf because I hate doing that kind of stuff. Before that, I did it all myself. I would reach out to companies or I became a part of influencer organizations where it's basically like a middleman who picks creators to work with the brands who they represent. So in the YouTube course, I provide documentation and resources where I tell you guys all the influencer agencies that I use. And in those different platforms, you can basically apply for different campaigns or you can submit proposals to work with brands. And it's just kind of an easier way to find all the opportunities that are out there. So you can just search influencer marketing organizations, but in the course, I do share the ones that I use that I have gotten a lot of brand deals from just because they work with awesome brands that are totally legit and that I love. And I have gotten to work with some amazing brands. I've worked with Vitamix and Almond Breeze and Audible, and there's just, they're all companies that I loved for so long. So the fact that I was able to work with them is amazing and they found me through influencer marketing organizations. So the fact that I was a part of those, it's always free to join, um, is just so helpful. When you first started on Instagram, YouTube, how often did you post? So I think I mentioned this, but I posted on Instagram three times a day for a really long time. I would post like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what I ate every day. That was a lot of work. 
And on YouTube, I post it two to three times a week. Now I post once a week and on Instagram, like once a day or once every couple days. But yeah, people just now it's very saturated. And so it kind of is you don't have to post so often. Whereas back then there wasn't as many accounts. So you could just kind of post more often and it was easier to be seen. But it's kind of good now that I guess the standard for Instagram is like posting once a day. That would be considered like a good amount and then for YouTube once a week or twice a week is usually seen as a good amount oh I like this one is YouTube a you have it or you don't kind of thing I would say yes but I personally believe that there are way more people who quote-unquote have it than people who don't there are so many people in my personal life who I'm like okay if you had a YouTube channel you would just blow up (laughs) there's so many people who are just such amazing personalities and have so many funny things to say that I'm like you need a platform it would be amazing um so yes I do think that some people probably aren't cut out for it some people aren't cut out for the workload some people don't have the dedication or just don't really like it but there's way more people who I think would be amazing at it it's hard to say unless you try it but I think that most people can do well on YouTube if they want to do it Someone said, how do I get benefits um, like health and dental? So I just pay for that separately. I don't have an employer to give me benefits. I am my own employer. So I just have to pay for like a health and dental plan myself, which kind of sucks. And I went with the cheapest one. So I really hope that I don't need an expensive drug anytime soon. (laughs) Okay, guys, last question. All caps. How do you start? (laughs) Good question. Really good question. There was a lot of questions about this. And like I said, you just have to have, I guess, an idea of what it is you actually want to start. If you don't even have an idea of that, then like I said, something like the business bundle will probably give you a better idea of what possibilities are out there. But if you do know what you want to do, Google is your best friend. I mean, you're probably not the first person to start this business. So Google how to do it. Google other people's experiences. Lots of people are willing to share how they did it, what exactly they did. So find those people, learn from them, and then just try it. You're going to have a lot of trial and error with your own business. That's part of the fun of it. That's part of the funny things you'll look back on later in life. Try to learn as much as you can, but eventually you just have to do one thing and then do another thing and learn as you go and take small steps every day. Work really, really hard, harder than you probably want to. But if you want this to work out, you're going to have to work very hard. Like I said, not going to sugarcoat anything. You're going to have some long nights. You're going to have some stressful days. But if you want to work for yourself or if you want to have your own business, you have to motivate yourself. You have to be the driving force behind it. No one's going to hold your hand through it unless you have a team, of course, (laughs) or a partner. But if you want something this bad, you're going to find a way to make it work. I promise. I hope that that was helpful or at least a little bit interesting. I feel like I ranted a little bit, but I have very strong opinions on a lot of this stuff. Most of my opinions are centered around not letting things stop you because I just know that so many people are really passionate about something and just let little things stop them. And think about how amazing the world could be if people really fully lived out their dreams and lived out their passions. I know that there is so much potential there. I know that you guys probably have some gems of ideas here that 
um, maybe could be helped with just some some a little push in the in the direction of your dreams. So really hope you guys enjoyed. Definitely check out the business bundle. It is $100 US and you get 70 courses, which all add up to $18,000 if you add up their normal prices, which they will all go back to after this week. And if you're looking through and you see at least like one course or even two or three courses that you think, okay, I think I would be interested in this. It would just break my heart if you don't get the bundle. And then in a few days after it ends, you're like, I really want this course. And now you have to spend like literally $300 on it. That would fucking suck. So that's why I am encouraging any of you. If you think there is at least one course in here that you want, get the bundle. Okay. (laughs) Check out the website. The link is below. You can see all of the courses that are in it. It tells you every single one that's in it, what you're going to learn, what the original price is so that you know exactly what is in it and what you're getting yourself into. My opinion is get it. I bought it for myself and no regrets whatsoever. It's absolutely amazing. And then you get my YouTube course. So Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you are all having a great day. I hope you have an amazing week ahead and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.